0: What's up everybody? Welcome back to Between Two Tackles. I'm your host, Alex Spinelli. And alongside me, as always, is Ray Volo. No Dino tonight. We got the two men again. Ray, we got a great one for the people. We got the trenches. We're with the big boys finally. It's the offensive
1: tackles. A squad for the O tackles. Love it. Dean misses the episode for offensive tackles on checks notes between two tackles, but you know, that's just <laughs> that's the Dean difference. So We'll, we'll we'll survive without him. Some may even say it's going to be better without him, so we'll see.
0: Well, he thinks he knows trench play, too, just because he says these. this guy has an insane Taco Bell order. That, that's his That's his breakdown of, of the big boys. But we know. We, we live in the trenches. We love the trenches. So this is a really fun pod for us.
1: It's funny because that's, like, the number one reason he was upset about missing is that he couldn't make Taco Bell jokes. <laughs> Such a fucking weirdo, bro. Oh, God. <laughs>
0: All right, my man, let's get to our top fives. Who you got at five?
1: At five, I'm starting with Joe Alt from Notre Dame. Yeah, a little, little out there. I, th- I thought I was going to have him higher when I first uh, started this process, but uh, he's a, tr- a junior, 6'8", 3'15", so he's a tall, long guy. Uh, he's started 21 games out of his 25 or 26 he's been in college, so he started the last eight his freshman year, and he started every played every snap last year at left tackle. He allowed no sacks and eight total pressures, uh, playing every snap, like I said, only one penalty too. So he's a clean prospect uh, when you look at the numbers. Uh, some things I like about him, hes like I said, he's fucking massive. 6'8", uh, is just very rare, and he's, he's a lean 6'8", too. So he he has the mobility to play tackle and uh, in today's modern game and play in space. He is really low in a three-point stance, which I was kind of surprised about. I thought he would be more of like a two-point stance guy getting ready to like, fire out just because that height probably got to be tough on like the knees and just hips and everything, but he gets low. He's, that's not an issue for him. Uh, he does a really good job picking up stunts and blitz uh, and blitzes. He's really aware. He's like the leader of that offensive line, which I really like to see. He's versatile in a sense where he can play in, in gap end zone concepts. I think he, he blocks really well on the move and uh, Notre Dame brand. I think 57% of their runs were uh, in gap concepts, according to PFF. So he's, he's comfortable playing both, which I think is really going to translate well at the next level. Uh, Like I said, no penalties. His hands are really disciplined. They're pretty much always where they're supposed to be inside. Um, So overall, I think he's a really clean prospect. I think teams are going to like him. Some things I just want to see him improve upon. I want to see him get a little stronger overall, just add a a little bit more weight. He can get uh, pushed back, I feel like, in pass rush situations. Got to improve that anchor just a little bit. I want to see him be able to drop his hips a little bit more uh, when he gets engaged by defensive ends. I also just want a little bit more nastiness out of him. From what I saw, I feel like he was kind of just like, go not, not sure if going through the motions, but he wasn't as aggressive as I, want, as I want my offensive lineman to be. And then third, I don't know. He's only played left tackle in college, but I feel like he may be better suited for right tackle. I feel like he looks awkward when uh, defensive ends attack that left that left outside shoulder of his. I feel like he moves a lot better on the inside. I don't know. That's just could just be me looking at it, but he does look a little uncomfortable. Uh, trying to maintain those speed rushers at that edge. So for those reasons, I've had them at five. I think this is a position where I feel like the rankings can be so much different come uh post-season play. Cause there's, there's a lot of talent in this group and a lot, but a lot of boom bust potential as well. Yeah. There's
0: also a ton of guys who haven't played a, a bunch yet too, who have a lot of upside. So I agree with you that I think these lists could be very, very different by the end of the season. I kind of like you having at five. Honestly, I have him higher. I have him at three. Um, I think right now what he is, is a, is a really good floor play though. I think if you're going to take him late in the, I think late in the first round is kind of where I see him right now. I think a lot of mock drafts right after the 2023 draft had him as like a bonafide top 10 pick. I don't see him that way. Um, but I do think he's just like, rock solid and I think he'll he'll have a home in the league uh love what you said about his his versatility on on zone plays um, think he's really good in that really love his lower half powerful's got a sturdy base um and then the last thing I want to just key in here on his on his strengths he's an enforcer in the run game I, I think he's really really comfortable um exploding out of the stance and getting upfield rather than coming back. I felt like his kickbacks a little bit were – they're not, like, sluggish, but they're just, like – he doesn't, like, cover
1: a lot of ground on, on his kickbacks. I feel like they have um, – I feel like the Notre Dame offense, too, they have just a weird sets that, ha- that they ask their offensive linemen to do. I don't know if it's because of, like, a heavy RPO or whatnot, but I feel like he – like you said, like, he goes – he does a lot going forward where he looks more comfortable, but, like, even when he does his kickback, he doesn't, like, fully go into, like, a pass process. It's like kind of weird little half sets, which I don't like, but keep going. Yeah. sorry. Um, and then the
0: last thing I said, he's got really strong hands and and the grip strength is great. And just pairing that with his length, um, makes for just a really, really solid left tackle. Um, some of the weaknesses right now, I know you said you like his bend, I feel like he gets low, but he doesn't play with great leverage right now. And I think just because he's so tall, it's it's just a fact here are six, seven, it's hard to, it's hard to get that low and play underneath people's pads. And then kind of in conjunction with that, I feel like that works against him with some of his hand placement. I feel like it, it was a little, little spotty and he misses high sometimes just because he's not playing great leverage and he's just not getting inside and underneath the pads. But like I said, this is a rock solid player. I got him at three and I think I feel pretty comfortable keeping him there right now. There are guys who have more upside, like we said, but I do think he's got a home in the first round, in the back half of the first round.
1: It's so hard not to see Mike McGlinchey. I don't know. Is he just me? Like yeah. a six eight oh, Notre Dame tackle.
0: Notre Dame, yeah. It's a
1: little light. Like I, I just that's immediately what I thought. But I is that why you
0: thought right side too?
1: But maybe a little bit subconsciously. I just thought he got beat on the outside a little bit too much, but. It could, that's probably why I immediately thought of it though. Cause all right. that's all, That's all I thought about the entire time was McGlinchey.
0: <laughs> all right, let's move. Uh, Let's move to my five here. I got a, I got Tyler Guyton from Oklahoma. Did you get a chance to watch him? I did not. He was next on the list. Um, Yeah. So d- didn't play a ton. Only had two starts at right tackle. Um, 210 run blocking snaps, 191 pass blocking snaps had a 62.1. Run blocking grade and a seventy two point nine pass blocking grade so not great numbers but I really liked what I saw and I think he's just got raw upside um big time start against Florida State in their bowl game had some really really good reps against Jared verse I know I sent you one before we started recording where he passes off he passes off Jared verse really nicely to the guard and then picks up a blitz on the outside um he's got a really lean athletic frame. He's six six, three nineteen, Um, But he just looks like a good athlete. Like he's good, good mobility. And it shows when he mirrors, when he gets to the second level, he's, he's a quick, easy mover. Um, he played defensive tackle and a little bit of tight end in high school too. So it kind of shows in the way he moves and the way he plays with, with leverage. Um, he's got long arms can redirect and displace edge rushers pretty easily. And when the hand placement is right, it's not always right. But when it is, he's just really, really tough to get by. Uh, and then the last thing I, I I had, he's got a nasty streak too, which I love for my offensive tackles. He looks to finish on all of his run plays and he loves to move the pile when he like gets stopped short. So really love to see that. I was actually reading an article with uh, their O-line coach, who's obviously coached a bunch of guys in the NFL, Orlando Brown, Creed Humphrey, most notably. Um and he said, "This guy's got as much talent as, as anybody that he's seen. So he, this is the first year he'll have he'll be a full time starter. So it'd be nice to see what he can do." For, as the weaknesses right now, like I said, doesn't have a ton of reps playing so far. Transferred in for, from TCU. This will be his full starting season. Um, he missed some assignments in, in that Florida State game that I was watching. His first start of the season. You know that that's gonna that's gonna happen. He has a tendency to duck his head, which. I feel like that comes up a lot when we talk about these offensive linemen, especially in college, It's a big technique thing, um, but it gets him in trouble. It gets him susceptible to rip moves and counter. So just got to clean that up, pick up the head. And then uh, just needs to play with, with a little bit of a lower base. Feel like he gets a little bit too upright. And then again, kind of like I said, for all it mirrors that with, with his hand placement, sometimes misses misses high, but this is a really good player. I'm curious to see where he plays if he's going to be there left tackle or right tackle. I don't think it's been announced yet. He played right tackle last year during the bowl game. Um, but he, he's a good one. He's he's one to watch out for. So Tyler Guyton at, at five for me.
1: From what I'm seeing with a lot of these guys who are like, are like super talented, kind of high recruits, it seems like a lot of them are getting uh, kept at right tackle, which I'm a little surprised about. Uh, I guess we'll go into it a little. fuck uh, okay, it, we'll go into it right yeah, now. Do in it right number, now. In my number four, Amarius Mims. Uh I know you're going to probably have him higher. I know uh, Bruegler kind of like broke. Uh, kind Oh, I had
0: him there before Brugler. Did
1: you? I mean, Brugler had him at two really high. I mean, there's, there's a lot to like about the guy. 6'7", 330. So really just tall and unlike Joe Alt, he's fucking thick, dude. Guy's, guy's got a base. Uh, True junior. He only got two starts last year. I think he came in halfway through that SEC championship game against LSU. He's number 20 overall recruit, number three offensive tackle from Georgia, so he stayed home. Uh, and he played right tackle those uh, those last two starts. And from what I saw, what I was able to find on the internet, it seemed like they're going to keep him there. But I feel like with of this talent, you kind of want to see him play left tackle. But I guess we'll see. Um, some of the pros, just elite athlete for the position. You don't see many people 6'7", 330 who are that big, that long, that strong, and that move like him. Uh, guy guys able to uh, block in space crazy easily. And Georgia, we all know that offense. A lot of sweeps, a lot of screens, a lot of pulling for the offense alignment. He does it no problems. Ask he's really comfortable blocking, getting up to the second level, sealing uh, the edge, and just, just destroying linebackers, which I really like. Uh, strong punch too. Not only can he block in space, he can block in the he can fight in a phone booth too. That guy can move bodies just because he's so. Fucking strong. His his grip strength is really good as well. Um, I, I think, like I said, just I guess the uh, go with that. He's scheme versatile, kind of like Joe Alt. I, I I'd be comfortable with him in a wide zone, like a Shanahan offense, or in like a like a Arthur Smith offense when you want to just gap and power the fucking ball. So. Those are, the, and then also he plays. He does get good left for someone who's six seven. Unlike Joe Alt, he does play low in the run game. He's able to move bodies just because he's able to gain leverage against the defensive lineman. And it's the negatives. I feel like some of the times his the timing on his punch could be a little off. He gets a little too eager and kind of lunges a little bit. And then only two starts, only two and a half games played. I just need to see more of it. The guy has all the physical tools to be higher and very well could be a top two or three off of the tackle at the end of the season. But for right now, I, from the guys I've seen who are my one to three, I just like them a little too much, and I've seen too much of their tape to have him above them.
0: Yeah, he he's a good one. And I know you mentioned Brugler having him at two. I had him there before Brugler came out with his, and I, I got him at two. Um, I'm taking some swings with with like guys like him and Guyton just – I just see the upside so much in summer scouting. We always say this is the time to do it. Um, you covered him really, really well. He had zero sacks and zero hurries last year. Obviously, like we said, the only start was against Ohio State, but he did did play a bunch of a bunch of snaps last year. Had over three, almost four hundred snaps. Um, Seventy three run blocking grade, eighty pass blocking grade. Moves really, really well for his size. Like you said, I mean, they're just not. They just. Only in Georgia and Alabama are guys made like this. It's pretty unbelievable where the fuck they get these guys from. Because, well, outside of the number one guy that we're going to talk about, Penn State doesn't get these fucking guys. Like it doesn't make any sense. Um, but I, I really love the way the way he plays and, and just his uh, his tenacity when he when he plays. He brings it. Um, his hands are are just so strong when he punches. In the middle of your chest, there were plays where he's just, like, stunning people. Um, And it didn't even look like he was going that hard. There was a play, I forget it. I think it was, like, uh, a sweet play, and he's pulling, And Eichenberg was, was trying to run somebody down. It didn't even look like he touched him that hard. And Eichenberg went flying, like, seven yards. Like, he just erased him. So, this dude has all the strength in the world, movement skills and I think he's going to be a, a really, really good one. I think he's really good in the run game. I thought the grades were kind of surprising that I thought he was better in, in the run game than he was at pass pro right now. I thought kind of like Guyton, I thought he was, uh, he was best moving forward, um, using his mass to just displace people and just build walls for, for those running backs. Some of the weaknesses right now, obviously didn't play a ton of, ton of games last year. So I'd like to see him get a full season. Um, He also kind of lets guys get into his chest a little too often. I feel like he's catching guys sometimes rather than attacking. I felt kind of the same way about Darnell Wright last year when we were talking about him. Um, But these are things that can get cleaned up. Um, And then the last thing I had, there were a few plays on like split run plays where he's coming across the weak side and he just like didn't touch anybody. You know, like even if you're not in a great position, like those are plays where if you're an offensive lineman getting into the second level, like you got to hit somebody. Like that, that's what I want to see from my guys. Especially like, in a playoff game. Yeah. Don't just be don't just be running out there. I know that there were there were definitely plays where he looked kind of lost because I mean he got thrown into a fucking playoff game. Let's be honest. Um, mm-hmm. but there are just some plays like where he just wasn't touching anybody. And I'm like, you just gotta go and hit somebody. Like, even if it's not the right guy, like maybe it'll open up a hole that, that wasn't there. Um, so again, like, like I said, this is going to come with, with him playing more, but I thought he did a really good job on, on JT and, and Zach Harrison during the playoff game for first, first start of the season. So I got him at two might be a little o- overzealous there. might be a little high, but I think with his physical gifts, we could easily be talking about him as a top three tackle in this class.
1: Yeah, I agree. Concur shout out Tommy Eichenberg, by the way. Love that guy.
0: Yeah, that guy got that. I'll send you the play. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. He got fucked up. No, I like, blacked.
1: I blacked that game out of my mind.
0: <laughs> it was funny because I actually like rewatched that whole game instead of just like skipping through the offensive because I forgot how insane that game.
1: <laughs> I, I couldn't do it. I've watched. Yeah. I, I've watched Ohio State and Michigan about four times this uh this summer. I can't. I, I couldn't watch Ohio State Georgia. I can't do it. <laughs> All right. Um. It's back to me, right? For my number four. Yeah, you're four um i got jc
0: latham from from alabama at 466335 this is just a massive massive human being it had 358 run blocking snaps last year 517 pass blocking snaps uh 72.2 run blocking grade and 84.6 pass blocking grade so really good numbers there um had zero sacks allowed last year 11 hurries um like i said this is just an absolute massive massive human being the lower body is tremendous the ass is even bigger yo
1: yo his lower body is insane it's like osiris
0: torrance last year (laughs) like the the thickness of this dude is unreal for for an offensive lineman and he and he moves pretty well too for very well yeah so um again like i said these guys from alabama georgia they just don't make them like this anywhere else um He's another one. When the hands are right, this guy's just immovable. It's You can't get around him. You can't rip or pull him. Um, his grip strength is honestly second to none in this class, so fucking strong. And then uh, when he when he's the the weak side puller on run plays, he sets a great wall. He clears lanes really, really well. He moves really well when he pulls. Um, so I really like him. There were a lot of inconsistencies with his play last year. Um, playing right tackle, I don't know if they've come out either and said if he's going to play. I've right seen right tackle, tack- or left I've seen, tackle.
1: I've seen right tackle.
0: Yeah, I feel like he was, he's probably better on that side. Um, some of some of the weaknesses r- right now um, could struggle with speed rushers. I think right now when he like when he takes his kickback, I feel like he's trying to time it almost with with the snap. So there were a bunch of false starts last year. I think he had like eleven penalties, and I think. Almost half of them were were pre-snap. So not even getting holding penalties. Like false starts are tough. Um stuff you just you just can't do. So gotta clean that up. I think he's just not trusting his his kickback right now. And he just especially when he has speed rushers in front of him, he just doesn't want to get beat. Um so just needs to tighten that up. Um I think the football at Q also needs to improve. I felt like there were stunts and bliss that that just confused him. Um, and then there were also like blitzes off the, off the side where he's supposed to pass a guy off and he was just unsure of his assignment. Um, I feel like the mean streak wasn't always there. I feel like he could just be na I feel like he can erase people anytime he wants. And I feel like sometimes it felt like he was almost going through the motions. Maybe that is just cause he's so big and strong. He doesn't need to maybe exert so much energy wh- while he's doing it. But um, I'd like to see a little bit more nasty from him. And then the last thing I wrote, there probably should have been a couple more plays where he gave up pressures and, and sacks, but Bryce bailed him out a bunch. So I'm curious to see how his numbers look this year, especially if they have a less athletic quarterback playing. Um, but I thought Bryce bailed him out a bunch last year, so he's got all the tools like some of these other guys um, to be a top a top five offensive tackle to be a first round pick in the in this upcoming class. But he's just a little inconsistent right now for me, so
1: I got him at four. Uh, yeah, I have I have him at two. So I, I fucking love him, dude. I wanted to put him at one. Um, you you touched on his stuff pretty well. Some places I disagree with you. I fucking love his get off of, of the snap. I know he's got he had eleven penalties or whatnot. Uh, I didn't know half of those were false stars, but I think he gets off super quick. I think he's he's an explosive athlete. I think he the, his his get off is just going to be. It's only going to get better from here. The more he gets coached up, I know. um, Like the Duke Mannyweather guy talks about like false starts a lot. I think a lot of those may just be like he seems like he has the timing down. I don't know if it's just me, but because he gets off really fast, I think on a negative end, sometimes he can uh, overstep. So sometimes when he'll he'll kick out, he'll kick out too far, and he'll get out there too quick where he gets susceptible to the inside. But um, like I mean, you said it, the guy the guy's build is very rare too. He's just so thick where that lower half he, he is. He's able to anchor immediately. Kind of reminded me of Darnell, right? In that regard where even when people get in on him, he doesn't give up ground. He just stops really love that. Uh, but he's like, I, like you said too, his mobility is really good as well. He can get to the second level. He's a good athlete. I think on the negatives, like I said, he can overset sometimes. And he's another one where his timing on his punch can be off, where he'll, he'll let him get in on his chest. Or sometimes I saw like, he just like, didn't even punch where he just, it was just so off where he just didn't even like do anything. But, and then also just the penalties, like we, we said, he's got to cut down on those 11s too much, especially five before the snaps way too much. So cuts down on those. I think another year in this Alabama system, he's got the raw tools. He's the number five overall recruit out of high school. um So I think he, the sky's the limit for this guy. I think there's a real chance he could be OT one by the end of the year.
0: Nice. Yeah. He's a good one. I mean, all these guys, it, it's really
1: interesting. It's tough
0: to scout some of these guys who haven't played so much, but just have raw tools to to do it. And the contrast between a guy like that that and a guy like Joe Alt is really, really interesting to see. Well, he played a full season, right? He got, yeah, he he, put, he, got, he got a full season. But I'm saying, like guys like Alt, who maybe have played a little a little bit yeah. more. Um, but yeah, he's a good one. Uh, so you have him at two. Who we who we missing from your list year Number three.
1: Yeah. Uh, speaking of speaking of good ones who had a lot of starts it's a little little uh out there but uh graham barton from duke oh Fuck, dude. i moved him out dude i fucking love this guy i don't i mean i love him too dude i fucking love I moved him. him to guard yeah fair I, I was thinking about doing it too i actually was debating it for a while but um six five three oh six he's a true senior this year he's uh, started three years, theoretically. So he started the last five games at center his freshman season, and then the last two years, uh, 25 starts left tackle. He was first-team All-ACC as a junior, uh, allowed two sacks, ten total pressures, and had seven penalties. So the numbers leave a little bit desired compared to some of these other guys, but when you turn on the tape, I fucking love it. So on the pros, you gotta start off with versatility. We've talked about it. We'll be, the, we'll be a dread, uh, dead horse with this. Like, in today's NFL, with you need depth, you need versatility in your offensive line, you need someone who can shift positions. It just I feel like it makes the job as a coach and GM just so much easier putting a team together. Uh and then we were talking you I think you've mentioned this too. You want a fighter as an offensive lineman, someone who's tough and gritty. This guy has that in fucking spades, oh, yeah. man. In Dude's the run a dog, dude, in the run game, he's trying to put people through the ground. Like that's his that's his end goal. And he does it a lot too. He just fucking he'll like jump on people after the he plays through and past the whistle, which I fucking love. He's a straight fighter. And not only that, he takes good angles in the run game too. He gets to the second level nice. He's able to uh cut linebackers off, create holes for his running back, which I really love to see. Grip strength, when he gets inside on your chest, I feel like he doesn't he doesn't lose it. He's able to reset if he has to, but his his fucking grip is really strong and he controls people who are much bigger than him. On the negatives, uh, lack of length. I mean, I'm very curious to see what his arm length like, comes out as because he he may have to kick inside to guard. But I think he'll be a great one. Um, uh, to, he ends up on the ground a little bit too much too. I think I don't know if it's because he's over eager to fucking hurt someone, or I don't think it's a balance thing. I think he's just got to like try to play uh, in control a bit more. I don't really, I don't think it's like an issue with any lower body or anything. I just think he wants to hurt people, uh, so that's something he has to clean up. And then just, I just another year, another year, clean tape. Maybe cut down on those total pressures, total sacks allowed. Cut down on the penalties a little bit. But this guy's played a lot of football. He's fucking nasty. I think he's one of the safer pl- uh, players in this coming up draft. I think he'll be able to start immediately in the NFL, whether it's at guard or, or tackle.
0: Yeah. So I originally had him at number five, um, just because I thought he was way too good just to leave out of this list. But then the more I kept watching him and the more I kept thinking about it, I was like, this guy's going to be a guard. Um, I don't think he's as good as like a Skaronsky was, where he can get away with playing tackle with the lack of length. Obviously, we need to see the arm length. But I think the arm length is going to be pretty similar to, to Um, But I I love this dude as well. And I think this dude's going to be – a dominant guard when it, when he comes into the league. And I think he's worthy of a, of a first round selection too.
1: Um, you I was going to say, I was waiting. I was, didn't know whether to put him at guard or whatnot, or where to tier him in this tackle. But at the end of the day, I think he's a first round off the lineman and he's played the last two years. It's going to be three straight years of left tackle. I'll put him there until I get proven otherwise. That's fair. Um, yeah. You, you hit it great, great feet.
0: Really good athlete. When he gets to the second level, he is moving and he's looking to destroy people, like you said. Um the the dog mentality, I just I couldn't get enough of it. Honestly, there were plays that are run opposite to his opposite his side, and he's still trying to bury people. Like even when he's not in the play, I just I just love the mentality. Um, you said at the hand and the grip strength are great. The striking technique and the hand placement are awesome awesome he hits almost in the right spot every single time plays with such good leverage um gets really really low in, in his stance has a good base um like i said he's he's going to be a damn good guard the reason i i had him out the lack of length like you said he struggles against blitzes when he has to touch one guy and get back to his assignment just because of that that lack of length i don't know did you watch the uh the Boston college game for him
1: uh i don't think so
0: so that was Based on his numbers, it was the worst game uh, of the season for him. And that was one of the ones I watched, too. And he was kind of getting overwhelmed by, uh, I forget what the guy's name was. The guy wasn't even, I, I, I looked up the guy after, too. I forget what his name was because I was like, damn, that guy on Boston College is really fucking good.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, write those guys' names down.
0: That's, that's he's not, you he's, know. He's, the guy's not even in the league and he's off the team. And so I don't know where he is. So I guess that guy's not that good. It's like the, <laughs> uh, the
1: Baylor quarterback from 2018. Yeah. <laughs> what was his name? Le- Zeno. Zeno. That guy was actually good. I was, uh, I was ready to place a Heisman bet on him that game. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: so, but I thought he got a little bit overwhelmed with, with some speed to power that when he doesn't get his hands on you first, he was getting kicked back a bunch. Um, and like I said, it, it was the worst game of the year. He was getting really, really frustrated. You could see it on the field, and he got away with some chippy things after the play that definitely could have cost his team and he didn't get flagged once, which I was pretty surprised at. But um the mental makeup, you just gotta keep it, you gotta keep it centered. You can't let one play get you too high or too low. Um, so just want to see that. I love the the dog mentality, but if it's going to come at the expense of your team, you, you can't have that. Let, luckily for him, he didn't get penalized in that game, but, um, there were a couple of really, really chippy plays after that game where he was barreling into people that he could have been flagged for, uh, for something, but he's, he's a good one. I don't, I don't have him in my top five, like I said, but, um, he's awesome when we do guards, he'll, uh, he will be very high on my list.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I said, there's a good chance that when we do this uh, before the draft, he's number one at guard for me. So I guess we'll find out.
0: Right. All right, let's get to uh, our number one player, our number one tackle. Take floor's it away, your- my
1: friend. No, no, floors yours. Come on. All right,
0: I'll go with my guy. Shout out State. Shout out Olu coming back. Um, Olu fashanu is our number one tackle, was a worthy first-round, arguably top-ten pick. Last year, came back to Penn State, so we love to see that, get another year. Um Had over 500 snaps last year. Had a 59.4 run-blocking grade, which I was pretty surprised at. And then an 84.7 pass-blocking grade. Wait,
1: wait, what was the run-block grade? 59.4. A PFF.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, he's definitely better in pass protection, but... That's ridiculous to have him at at almost a 60 run blocking grade. Um, Zero sacks allowed last year, six hurries, had zero penalties let up last year. So love that. This dude is just a gifted athlete. I mean, the way he moves at his size is just, it it has the makings of, of an elite left tackle. The way he gets off the ball is so impressive. It's so quick. His kickback is so clean. Um he just has a quick balance set when he slides in pass protection. He's always in the right spot, has extremely long arms. The hand placement I think is the best quality of his game. His striking technique is so sound in pass protection um that I think he comes into the league and he's gonna be a damn good left tackle um really, really heady player as well as has really good football i q especially after only one year of of full starting. I was reading an interview with, uh, with Caden Wallace, who's another Penn state offensive lineman. He was talking about Olu and how smart he is at at recognizing twists and stunts. Um, So I love to see that out of an offensive lineman just knows, knows the game, even not playing that, that much. Some of the weaknesses right now, he's not a dog so much, especially in the run game. He needs to bring up that fire a little bit because if he puts some juice into his technique, this guy's going to be all world. Um, so I, I think I just wanted to see the hand strike go a little bit more, a little harder um, at the at the point of attack. Because um, right now he, he's a finesse player. Like we'll, we'll we'll call it what it is. He's a finesse player. Um, and i think with that too he's he's another one of these guys he's a catcher sometimes and he exposes his chest a little a little bit but man there are so many plays when he's right it's just it's just awesome to watch just such an easy mover just such great arm length that he's so hard to get around so he's going to be a really good one was supposed to be a top 10 pick last year will be a top 10 pick
1: this year as well yeah, I'm trying to find like I saw like earlier. I don't know if it was today, this week, but uh of actual measurement on his arm length. I want to say it was like up to 36 inches. No, I lied. 34 and 3 eighths with an 83 inch wingspan. So, the, like you said, the guy's length is fucking impressive. But you touched on the guy. You touched on him pretty perfectly. I think he's a better run blocker than PFF lets on, and you let Agreed. on. I think. um I think his get-off, you mentioned it, but he gets off the snap for someone who's 6'6", 320-plus, gets off insanely fast. Uh, I think that's probably his best trait. The guy's, the guy's going to be 20 years old the entire season, yeah. so he's still, I think, one of the younger offensive linemen in this draft class, which is crazy to think about. Um, I think you touched on his weaknesses pretty well, too, that I, I was going to bring up. Uh, one thing you didn't say, I think he plays a little bit over his pads sometimes. Uh, he gets a little too excited in the run game. Maybe that's where uh, he gets dinged for his grade, I guess. I don't know. Um, and then you, you said it too. He gets he lets people get inside his chest a little bit too much. He's got to learn to use that natural length a little bit better. I don't know if it's like a punch timing or technique or what it is. And then uh, lastly, but you said it too. He is a finesse player, which is odd to think about. I do want to see a little bit more nastiness out of him this year. Um, I think that's a, a major trait that people look for in offensive linemen. So if he can add that to the uh, arsenal... He's going to be off the tackle one, I think.
0: Right. All right. That was a good one. Let's go through through
1: our top fives, and then we'll get to some guys who just missed out. So, run me one through five. One through five. Olu Fashanu, one. J.C. Latham, two. Graham Barton from Duke, three. Amarius Mims, four. And Joe Alt, five. Nice.
0: I had Olu Fashanu out of Penn State at one. I had Amarius Mims from Georgia at two. Joe Alt from Notre Dame at three, JC Latham from Alabama at four. And then I had Tyler
1: Guyton from Oklahoma at five. Who's a guy uh, outside your top five that you liked or didn't uh, like? I, I liked what I saw from uh, Jordan Morgan from Arizona, uh, 6'6, 320, thick. I feel like he has one of the more, besides maybe Fashando, he has one of the more natural tackle builds in this class. He's big, but not too big. He's got, he looks uh, a, a leaner lower body where he looks like a, a true athlete. He's played a lot of games, but he's also missed a lot of games from injury, which I think is probably the main reason why he didn't make my top five. He's missed parts of like three straight seasons with injury, which best ability is availability. But he's big, he's long, he moves well. My favorite trait about him, is his hands. He has independent hands too, where he'll snatch with his left hand and he'll hand fight with his right. He's constantly swiping defenders' hands, and he keeps them off balance by doing different things. So I really love that about his game. I feel like it's a little nuanced that you don't see too much from offensive tackles in college. So I'm excited to see how he does this season. If he can stay healthy, play a full 13 game season and maybe he gets can sneak into the top five as well. Yeah, he was a good one. I had him at six. Um, just the things that kind
0: of left him outside for me um, was the big turnaround from, from previous seasons. He had played a bunch in his previous three seasons, but he really struggled and, He kind of had a big turnaround this past year. So I'm curious to see if that was just like an anomaly or if this is who he is now, um, which would be great to see. And then, like you mentioned, the injury history had two pretty, not major injuries, but had two pretty big injuries um, his freshman and sophomore year. And then now he's coming off an ACL injury. So, um like you said, want to see him stay healthy, but he he could be a good one that that moves his way into the top five because he's got traits, man. He's a really really good mover for his size. Um, the guy that I wanted to mention was uh, was Jack Nelson from from Wisconsin. Did you get to watch him?
1: I did not. Yeah,
0: he, he's not bad. He's a uh, he's six six three eleven. Had almost a seventy run blocking grade. Had an eighty three point five pass blocking grade. Two sacks, eight hurries allowed last year. Um, Played all of his snaps at left tackle this past season, but he played right guard in 2021. So love the position versatility as well, playing both sides of the offensive line. So this is a guy that um, he's probably not going to be coming in and starting, but um, he can flex to be your left tackle, can play guard. So he's got good versatility when, when he comes into the league. Um, really love his feet and his and his lower half. Plays really, really low. Has a good wide base. And for his size, the way he plays with leverage at 6'6 six, six is really, really impressive. How, how low he can get. Um, the leg drive when he is run blocking is awesome. This is another guy that is a dog in the run game. Um, I was pretty surprised at how low his run blocking grade. I know that Wisconsin offensive line kind of struggled last year. Um, but he plays tough. He's physical. He looks to finish all of his runs. Um, so I, I really appreciated that that side of him. Can get a bit overwhelmed when he's when he's dealing with speed to power. He can get knocked back. Felt like he he ended up kind of on his heels or ended up on the ground, similar to similar to uh to Barton, kind of kind of in that sense. And then he he lunges to in, in his pass pro set sometimes makes him he wants to be the first one to make contact, so he gets susceptible to counter and and rip moves sometimes, but. He's a good one, and like I said, with that position versatility, he can he can move up draft board. So, uh, and he's he,
1: he's still with Wisconsin. He didn't transfer. He made he's still three. with Wisconsin. Curious to see how he does in this new offense, because I mean, Wisconsin's dominantly really been run heavy now with uh, Longo coming in. I feel like they're going to be spread out a little bit more, make a little bit more modern. So, could help his draft stock too.
0: Yeah, uh, that'll be interesting. Because I mean, I think Braylon Allen's still going to get his, but yeah, um, definitely. We'll see. Who's their quarterback now?
1: It's um, um, oh my God, um, Tanner M- Mordecai, I think is it Mordecai? Oh, okay, I'm pretty sure. I mean, their
0: offense was pretty pathetic last year, so. well
1: oh, now anything, I gotta look it up.
0: Anything would be an improvement for from them.
1: Yeah, it is Tanner Mordecai. So I think they're gonna be running a little bit more like a modern spread schoolyard bullshit sort of thing. So it's gonna be weird to see, coming from uh, Wisconsin,
0: right? No, no more eye formations.
1: Uh, They'll probably still (laughs) still
0: be in the eye for the culture. Yeah. Well, I think the boosters, they, they have some claws. They won't give money unless they run like a hundred snaps out of the eye formation. So nice. Yeah. All right, my man, that's going to wrap it up for us here on between two tackles. Thank you for listening. Hopefully enjoyed our offensive tackle summer scouting. Stay with us. We got all the positions to cover. We got a big one next week. We got the edge rushers, which is a deep, deep class next year. A lot of really good talent. So we are pumped up for that one. As always, please rate and subscribe to the pod and follow our Twitter at Two Tackles with the number two. And stick with us as we continue this 2023 offseason. Ray, my friend, appreciate you.